I had a couple this year where I was like, oh, it's 50. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I had one yesterday. I was like, oh, it's 100. <laughs> I was like, what? I need to take this one a little more seriously. I didn't leave this league? <laughs> Guess what? I got a fever. You give me fever. Fever. In the morning. A fever all through the night. Folks, welcome to episode 43, almost as old as I am, of the Dynasty Fever podcast. I'm Brian Ford, uh, joined tonight on a Thursday night before my long weekend. We'll get into that in a bit by my co-host, Jesse Schneeman. Jesse, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm a little older and I'm going to prove it. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> I have, I realized today um, a co-worker put on uh foo fighters radio on pandora okay or spotify you know the similar songs and i realized that i i really like that anymore foo fighters nirvana pearl jam i'm kind of out and when i was in my 20s you know in the 90s when that stuff came out i loved it Hmm. but i'm more like, I would rather listen to Yacht Rock these days. I, I kind of... Oh, you're one of those. Okay. Yeah, in the evenings, I put on Yacht Rock. And, I, you know, I, I want to hear a little River Band and England Dan and some of this stuff that I thought was really lame when my parents listened to it when I was a kid. Now I just, just relax. What's that? I think I'm thinking of what's that? Uh, is it Steely Dan? Quail Steely Dan. Go. Yes, that is Steely huh? Dan. <laughs> Take your big black cow and take it out of here. <laughs> See, I thought I thought you were going to say I felt old because like I still listen to it and they call it oldies or or I felt old because I know Dave Grohl from Nirvana. Like, no, well, I, actually, it was my it was my assistant general manager that put it on and she's actually older than me. Yeah. So she's she's a rocker. She's always she always wants to put on like Guns N' Roses, Molly Crew, and I, I, you know, I can't have that playing in the restaurant. Um, even though you know it's a progressive restaurant, but um, yeah, it's a little too heavy. We do have some families, so you know, I, I I will definitely compromise on grunge. But I just realized, you know, like it's so full of angst and young, like ah. Uh, you know what I mean? Teen and, you just, and you just young don't person. Angst. No, I don't. I want to relax. Angst is a young man's game, yeah. right? Yeah. But I tell you, but I'm, I haven't learned that lesson. No. No. Mm. I'm getting there, but uh, it, it comes. It comes in time. You know, you realize at some point um, there is a certain amount of zen that you have to force upon yourself. Mm-hmm. When you get in these situations that you can't control, just okay, I can't control this. I'm going to um, just get through it the best I can with a smile, not offend or hurt anyone else or myself. You know what I mean? And it's, it, it, it's tough to do. It just, it, really it comes is. with it. Yeah. It comes with age. It yeah, really it does. does. It does, but I, I, but I'm not great at it because no, like, I'm not, I wasn't either. I'm better to me. To me, it's not about like what I like, can't control because like that is like I, there's like so many things i can't control that, that drive me crazy it's, mm. so here's i arrive at my zen by moving through anger 
right? Like, okay. and, and I get to the peaceful point by deleting the things I hate out of anger, whether it's canceling people or as we just, just said. <laughs> yeah, we had a little show, pregame where we know, talked I, about. I leave, I'll, I'll leave a fucking sleeper league if it's full of clowns or anything like that. <laughs> and so where does that angst come from? Oftentimes, Jesse, trades. Trades. That's what we're here to do. All right. And so we have a, a couple on, uh, on tap for you. Things we've seen, things we've done, and particular player that we think is interesting that Jesse and his genius show prep brought to the show tonight. Uh, but you, let's start with one that was in your inbox, but is now gone. Right. So uh, this is a rebuilding team where I still have Dallas Goddard. And so obviously on the block, um, you're not desperate to trade him by any means. I'm happy to hold him to in season. But I got an offer for um, Brandon Ayuk straight up. Hmm. All right. So... Well, you tell me what you think, and then I'll tell you what I think. How much is the premium? Uh, 0.5. I think straight up, I don't know that I could do it. And I'm a guy who likes Ayuk, mm-hmm. right? But I'm also a guy who's like probably more risk averse than some people. And uh, the range of outcomes for Ayuk does include, you know, sure. overshadowed by the running backs and Debo and Kittle and not really having too big a role. The yeah. upside's good. The upside's good. Mm-hmm. But the upside includes wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. Not one overall, but right, yeah. a wide receiver one. Right. You know, and one so, through 12. Yeah. And so I would try, I'd try to squeeze a little more because, you know, I'd, I'd pump up, you know, premium and, uh, you know, gets targeted a lot. Now he's in an offense with AJ Brown, and yeah, I don't know. I I I kind of pump that up more and try to squeeze out more. But um, agreed, and that 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 was my instinct. I I didn't like dismiss it out, out of hand, so it's not wild. Yeah. I just, yeah. That was my instinct too. And then I looked it up on DTC, and they've got Ayuk maybe about a point higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's seventeen point something or. Goddard, it's like a 16.6, which just feel like it's low for Goddard. Yeah. You know, he's he definitely his range of outcomes is a top five tight end. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, and like when I say top five tight end, I don't mean like by default. I mean he could easily, you know, be 60, 70 catches, 800 yards, eight touchdowns. That's that's an elite season out of a tight end. Um I mean, it, it also includes 40 catches and 600 yards and three or four touchdowns. Yeah, way too much A.J. Brown. and Right, it, that could happen. Nobody knows. Yeah. Um, I, I am, I'm the type that, like, I, I feel like if the player's in a good offense and you feel like they're going to move the ball sure. and you're confident in them, then, the, then there'll be enough to go around. And so many things happen over the course of the season that other players are going to get hurt. You know, and especially in Ayuk's case where Debo plays a very physical style and and he's really young. So he hasn't run into the injury issues yet. But if he's going to if 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 they're going to use him like that, even if they're not going to use him as a running back, if they're going to use him as a, you know, a, a short to middle uh, middle pass target where he breaks 
tackles and <laughs> loves to invite contact. And, and that's really just his play style. It's not how they use him. Um, then injuries are going to come. Yeah, yeah. He's not but Captain I, America. I think that's a good place to land, right? Because I think we spend a little too much time saying, okay, well, you know, is it going to be where, you know, the presence of this wide receiver helps this wide receiver? Or is it going to be – and what's this, and, and maybe it's just, you know, to save yourself the trouble, someone like me who doesn't have a whole lot of time to say, good offense, I want a part of it, and mm-hmm. let's go from there. I, I like Ayuk. He was the first-round draft pick, right? Niners took him the first. Um, he's, I really liked him coming out. Loved the, loved the talent. He's shown out in parts of two seasons. You know, I would say a little more than a flash, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, but he's definitely was started the year in the doghouse last year. So there's probably some knucklehead there. I heard a rumor that he missed curfew a couple times. You know, um, I think he was benched for the first game last year. I believe so, yeah. Took him took him a while to dig out. But his talent showed that, you know, um, when teams focused on Debo, he was able to pick up the slack and he won some of those games. So, I mean, I like Ayuk. I would say that... Yeah, it, it's an auction league. So this is also another wrinkle where um, I wanted to ask for like a third and a fourth. Because in that particular auction league, a third and a fourth are worth the same amount of money. Okay. Once you get past 212, 301 on is all worth 100 bucks. Oh, okay. So I don't know if this is good reference or not, but the 101 is worth 500 Okay. Right. So if I get a third and a fourth, that's two hundred. It's kind of it's like it's like a second. It's like a, a later second. Hmm. You know. Yeah. And and I I don't love doing this to people, but I feel like some people are still catching up to this league and don't really realize how valuable those late picks are. Sure. Well, I mean, it's not about like four twelve diff- is the same as three hundred one. There's a difference between like an edge and like exploiting people right like sure you know so like we played a year in the league bad you know yeah so and we've been through a a rookie excuse me a rookie draft where that should have been apparent to a lot of people if they're paying attention right Um, someday anyway that was my instinct but he withdrew it before i had a chance yeah so i don't know what would happen okay well someday i'll tell you about a league that (laughs) I left because of the rookie draft, but another. Well, actually, let's talk about it now. But sure. I, don't spend, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Sure, like, I think you need the vent, man. It was it, no, it, it wasn't one of those like Brian's canceling everybody things. It was simply, I was just like, this is my nightmare. Like it was a slow auction rookie mm-hmm. draft. There's so on mfl with multiple guys on at once and people putting in these like triggers that like if x hits whatever then i bid it i was like i'm out i experienced it once (laughs) hated it i was like i do not have the spoons to try to be good at this for those of you who love the strategy and the challenge you're more than welcome that's a new one the spoons and it's, and it's you know it, it, listen they're fun guys and i and i like i like that community it was in it was in the dynasty theory community but like you know i just mm-hmm. this wasn't for me you know you got to know got to know where your boundaries are and what your limits are and i just you know i'm in two auctions two two auction leagues they're both in sleeper 
and sleeper needs a, to do a lot of work because there's no like you can't set you can't set auto bits at all you can't set like i'll bid up to this mm-hmm. at all so it's just if there's somebody that's not paying attention it takes the full eight hour clock for every pick in an auction so painful yeah well after we shift from your inbox you had a a great idea to let's do some swift trades sort of like a temp check on on swift so why don't you tell me why you chose him is it just because you're like oh i've seen a few or like something in particular about where he's at right now well actually i'll be perfectly honest i asked for some help in the dynasty warzone community so i went into the group chat chat (laughs) so it's the dead zone right and it's it's tough to um it's, it's tough to find trades, good trades right now. Um, there, there's some real crappers go, going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we had already talked about we were going to do a trade show. So I asked, asked for some help. And just by coincidence, um, I got three bangers trades, like, involving Swift. So I thought, excellent. Let's do a suite of Swift trades and let's nail that nail down his value. Let's figure out like what we think of these trades, which side, and what's his real value. Okay. Do you want to play? Let's let's give our thoughts about what we where we are on Swift before we start talking about these trades. Or no. do you want that to be revealed in our arguments? Yeah, yeah. Let's just yeah, let's go over the trade and then we'll 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 talk it out. Okay. Cool. All right. So the first one. Uh, all right, so there's one that just that is a super blockbuster. You want me to do that one first or last? Dealer's choice. All right, well, I'm going to save that for last. All right, so the first one is probably the weirdest one, right? This is Tannehill, get Tannehill, Swift, and Mechie, right? Mm-hmm. Give, well, all right, we'll just, we're not going to say get or give. We'll say one side is Tannehill, Swift, and Mechie. The other side is Wentz. TMC and Acres. Wentz, TMC and Acres. Oh. And I, I thought this was really interesting because you have three same three positions yes. on each side. And I, I find trades like that sometimes hard to evaluate, and I often don't do them. Like I don't do a whole lot of wide receiver for wide receiver trades. I interesting. I will yeah. do those all day. Um. Like like the uh, juju, I kept getting juju for Brandon Cooks last year, so, and I could be wrong, but it was a gamble. Um, is there any other context you want to give as far as who's like competing or just or just go with? No, I don't really have. Okay, I don't really have any any context. You know, I at my first thought was hmm, sounds a little even. Uh, I, I, to me, it's, it's the swift side and mm-hmm. I don't know that I need to think too long about it. Okay. For me, it's really tough to get wins in a trade, right? I, it's really tough for me to say, I'm going to take the wins side. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like Tannehill. I think he's, he is on such a short rope, mm-hmm. you know, he's got this year and then his contract sort of says that he should be there next year, but you've seen, we've seen teams take huge cap hits on guys to get rid of them. 
Yeah. If they like Malik after this year, Tannehill is history. Sure. And on top of that, there are a lot of quarterbacks next year that could go throughout the first round mm-hmm. and they could just draft another guy. Yeah. You know, so Tannehill's rough for me and went, but Wentz is even more rough for me because I just have no confidence that he's going to hold that job. And if he doesn't, if he can't hold off to Heineke, he's done as a starter. Right. So that's up. So like, I like Swift over acres, not by a huge amount, but you know, by the injury amount. Um, and then I like TMC over Mechie by I like TMC a over lot, Mechie. a lot, a lot. I like TMC over Mechie in, in a vacuum, but when I look at the totality of the trade and I see on one side, once who we've already talked about TMC, who last I checked, we don't know his future, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, know. all right. It, 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 could, it could be argued that, like, anything from Wentz and Heineke is an upgrade, right? But, you know, who, 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 really, who really knows? And then I think some people have soured me on acres a little bit the last couple months mm. to be a little more scared of the injury than I was. Uh, and so when I look at the totality of that, and then I look on the other side, and it's like, okay, yeah, Tannehill, eh. but like you and I are higher on Mechie than some people are, and mm-hmm. you know, um, but he's still one. definitely a dart throw. I won't. I don't because he has to. Re- he has to. He has to return from the injury and a transition, transition to the NFL, and prove you know prove that he's a, a true NFL true. talent. That you know something that TMC's. Yeah, obviously already done. So, so maybe I'm revealing a little something about the third piece in that trade. Maybe. What do you mean? Where I'm at on Swift. Okay. So you love Swift is what you're saying. We'll see. So I have, I, I am less concerned about acres return from injury than Dobbins. Okay. So like I have acres above Dobbins. The problem I have, like I, I might take this acres TMC side if I was rebuilding or if I was not expecting to compete this year. The problem I have with guys coming off running backs coming off like major injuries like that is not that I think that they'll be well to a point they'll be limited physically because they're still not a hundred percent, even though they're on the field because guys push themselves but also it lends the lends itself to soft tissue injuries, you know, muscle pulls, that kind of thing, because, you know, ankle sprains, that kind of thing, because they don't, they don't have the time to condition themselves that they normally would because they're still rehabbing mm-hmm. and they're entirely different things. Right. So the, their muscles are not in the same condition that they would be. And you get a lot of hammies. And so I, I don't like that the year after an injury, I like the year after the year after an injury, because, then those guys lose value. <clears throat> Saquon value, Saquon Barkley. So are you? So I, I guess I'm not following your train of thought. Then, like, I would saying, take this. I would take this. Acres is further along in the injury recovery process than than Dobbins. Than Dobbins, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay, but okay. still, I think that there's a, a, a lot of chance for like nagging injuries through okay, the year, right? Right, and then TMC, there could be a chance for like some kind of holdout that could affect him this year, but not for his future going yeah. forward because they'll resolve it. At, like at some point they'll either give him his contract or they'll trade him. Yeah. Right. And at that point, his value is back. So 
I don't love it. If you're if you if you're trying to compete, you don't want to trade away Swift for for a bunch of players that may or may not. But if if you're not expecting to compete, I do kind of like it. Um, okay. Here, here's the other thing with Swift is they need to give him that usage this year, or it's trouble for him. Right in Dynasty view. Right, or or am I wrong about that? I mean, because he hasn't really gotten the usage yet. If you look at if you look at last year and and look at the total touches, pretty good. Uh, he he had a, he had a couple games where where for whatever you know reason the game plan and I forget which which couple, but there was a couple where he had like like over twenty carries. It felt like it felt like for half the year though he was neck and neck with Jamal Williams on touches, the even though time, he was routinely outproducing it. The first part of the year it was a little it was a little annoying, right? Um, I, I just I just I I don't. And we and you've mentioned this on an episode before that this is kind of like a make or break year for Swift, or maybe mm-hmm. you said it on, on on War Games. Like if he doesn't do it this year, then blah 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 blah. And like I don't know. I, to me, I don't want to say he's already done it, but like he hasn't. I, I look at, but when I look at the the running backs, I mean, can you re- like after JT? You know, like can can you make a case for who who you okay? Who's the two? It's really tough. There isn't a clear cut too, and right? he's my and, and he's my two. Yeah, it's it, the other the other. It's the the group is probably Najee, Javante, and Swift, right? Yeah. And maybe Brees. If you really love Brees Hall, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've I've seen some people. I like I. I no, not me. I think no. it's crazy to call him a, a running back one, yeah. at all. But some people love the youth anyway. Yeah, I mean that's that's the group there, and for me, it's tough to it's tough to differentiate. The, the Steelers are gonna are, are undergoing a complete and total overhaul, and they did not fix their offensive line in the offseason. Their offensive line was horrible last year, and it's not better. So, well, and one could argue arrow up on the Lions' offense. As funny as that sounds, sometimes you know, and absolutely. They had, is, they had a ton of talent. They already had a ton of talent. Swift is dynamic player. He's Their shown, offensive line is getting better, man. PPR upside out the wazoo. He's shown, yeah. You know, and people are like, oh, he needs to stay on the field. Like this whole like, we can get into like injury prone and whatever. But every yeah. running back needs to stay on the field. That's tough for every running back. I don't. I don't. Any running back that gets hurt, I don't count it against them. You know, until it. Until it. You know, and, until it pushes them out of the league, like Carry On Johnson, you know, you just, you, you just, you, you keep riding the talent is all. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so look, I guess that's why I don't, I mean, I, I said he was an interesting player for us to do because there seems to be this divide, but. Right. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Is he going to get the usage and is he going to stay healthy? Yeah. But is anybody going to stay healthy? You know, everybody loves Dalvin. He don't stay healthy. The King got hurt last year. All right, what's the next one? Next one is a fizzy black cherry lime. Okay. Black cherry lime. Are they just saying, ah, fuck it, we're just going to put in 17 flavors and figure it out? (laughs) Well, black cherry, you know, it's it's a type of cherry. And lime, so it's only two things. So, wait, is that that one of those seltzer lemonade things? or? Mm. It's just hard seltzer. Okay. Sure, hard seltzer. You don't get the zero sugar stuff 
anymore that I, that I used to like. I like the dry ones. These are all too fruity, but whatever. Anyway. One might sit. No, I'm just going to. I'm cutting back on my liquor. That's why I've been doing so much seltzer lately. Okay. Come back on my liquor. Um, you know, I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's go over the next one. So this is just a straight up Swift for Amari Cooper, Aaron Jones, 311, 312, and 406. And it's an IDP league. But what that means is those later picks are, are worth a little more. Yeah. Right, because a lot of IDP players will, will go before you. Like, I got uh, Brian Robinson at like 312 in an IDP. You so, know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then he went ahead and took the two thirds that he got and a 24 second and got the 207 and 209. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge it by the second. I just, I'm not going to judge it by the second trade. Okay. I, gotcha. I just, that's just not the way that I, okay. Or, you know, um, but, Honestly, and I know this is going to sound whatever, but I'll take Swift and I'll run with it. Cool. Unless, I don't blame you. Unless, like, I'm competing, like, for sure this year, I have a shot to be in, like, you know, Final Four or whatever, like semis, and Jones is not – and I'm not relying on Jones to be, like, my – even my two, and Cooper's not even my three. Like, then I might do it. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, see, you pick two guys, Cooper and Jones, who I'm like, I can't get rid of fast enough, and nobody will take from me. So really, yeah. So do not trade any of them, either of them, right, right now. Is the way I look at it. I think it just it just it depends on where you're at in, in, in your cycle, you know. So Aaron Jones is going to have it could have a hundred catch year because of what's happening in Green Bay right. in 2022. After right. which time he's going to be cut. And then who the hell knows? Right. So, but, but that, that, but there's your window while he's scoring those points, right. somebody will come after him. So if you trade him now, you're, you're, you're trading him for less value. Oh, okay. Valid. Right. Yeah. For and sure. Same with Amari Cooper. When it comes to now and points. Sure. But I, I just mean like in general, there are two guys I don't want any part of. Oh yeah. I got you. I, I'm just saying I, I would trade for both of those players just to flip them in season. I don't do that. You see, you're good at that. I don't. I don't want to get stuck holding them. I get you. It's it's a risk. It's I an never. I risk. never if, make a trade with the plans to make the other trade. I almost mm-hmm. never do it because there's it's no guarantees, and I don't yeah. want to be stuck with them. I do it all the time. Yeah, I, I do. And you're I, a gambler. I know it's risky. Yeah, I am a gambler, and that's why I do it. Like uh, like I I mentioned Juju earlier. I was doing that a lot last year. Cortland Sutton, um, just because I I felt like both of them were going to get quarterback upgrade upgrades one way or another and they both did big time that paid off right it doesn't always work i also trade for calvin ridley when he was you know out for personal reasons you know and gave up you know enough to where i expected them to play this coming season and then he got hit with the suspension so it doesn't always it doesn't always work out now there's a difference though i think between what what i'm saying i don't do and like sort of a speculative buy low expecting the value to go up 
right? That's a little, I think that's a little different from like. But that's what I'm saying with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is good by low right now. Because in season, unless he gets hurt, which is the caveat with every single player you trade for. Sure, yeah, yeah. Unless he gets hurt. I don't see any way that his value goes down. It's he's, I, in fact, I don't think any way it doesn't go up. No, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I can see getting two first for him. But he's he's the case. He's a case where first for me, for me, the window is so short mm-hmm. that I don't that, like. I just it's just yeah. But I'll, you're, I'm too I, conservative. So I I will spend three weeks sending fourteen offers. And nobody you know what I mean? That. Yeah, that's that's why. That's why I got rid of a bunch of leagues so that I can concentrate on the 16 that I have and do stuff like that. That's what I'm trying to do. I went from 70 to 40. So, oh, okay. Very good. Know, Very good. Over, over the course of like a year and a half. So like, I'm trying. <laughs> 70, <laughs> man. It was tough. Wow. That was tough. All right. But so, I'm an yeah, addict, right? like, That's what I do, you know, more and more and more. So we're both going swift on that. Yeah, yeah. I see the other side of it, but I'm going swift. Some people, some people, even mm-hmm. even calibrating for Watson missing. Let's just say on on like let's say you're let's say you're optimistic on how many games Watson misses. Even calibrating for that, people still I think are like, oh Cooper, we hooked up with Watson. To me, I'm like, uh, he's right now. He's worth about one ten. If we if you were trading him before your rookie draft this year, mm-hmm. I don't know Sounds what he's right. Missing. 23, 23 firsts are so out of whack right now. I, I can't value them. People are so like, Ooh, greatest class ever. <clears throat> All right, let's do the blockbuster. Okay. JT and a second. Ooh. Or Swift, Judy, the, the fabled 23 first and the 24 fourth so jt in a second swift judy 2023 first and a fourth i don't want to be that guy overvaluing 23 first but give me the swift side Mm -hmm. and arrest me for robbery for robbery i don't know about that i'm just playing around (laughs) like uh, give me give me the give me the swift side and before the guy can for the person can withdraw it see you have Let's say you have Dalvin and Derrick Henry and just badass quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends. You need a flex. And you give up the Swift side for the JT side. Wait, hold on. say again? I'm just saying you have a stack team. Okay. Right? You know, you have Dalvin, Derrick Henry, like a stacked win this year team. You know, uh, Mahomes, uh Aaron Rodgers, that kind of team, right? Are you taking the JT t- JT side for the upside? No, rather than the depth. I'm get I'm get I can get if I'm that good. I don't need J. I can get a cheaper, good flex <laughs> than J than JT at cost. Mm-hmm. But maybe JT is going to replace one of the running backs that's going to age out on your roster, like Henry. And it gives you like the nail in the coffin, right? You're already top mm. two or three in your league. Do you do this for the nail in the coffin? What's the buy-in? <laughs> Good question. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, so yeah. for a ten dollar buy-in, you don't care. For a fifty dollar buy-in, 
Yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But then Fair again, enough. sometimes yeah, I don't big, care. I want to win. Buy-ins though. Sometimes I'm like, I got a hundred dollars on the line. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. roll the dice. So okay, depends. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I'm 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 trying to win every league aggressively, like unless I'm rebuilding. Obviously, if I'm in the middle, God forbid. Uh, if I'm in the middle, I'm just selling off every veteran i yeah i i started my rebuild i rebooted a few middles and that's why like mm-hmm. like it, it's increasing the like if you took a snapshot of my rosters and like saw how like competitive they might be this year you're like brian what the hell are you doing but like it just increased the number of like you know start the start the whole thing over kind of thing yeah um, because i just didn't want to i just want to be there I just, like, oh, this is a middling team it's a middling team you get out of here yeah um, all my all my middles i've i've started the reboot um, some of them were last year. Some of them were this off season. Some of them were, <laughs> some of them were right after the, the startup. And, and, and who knows, maybe in a couple, <laughs> maybe in a couple of years, I'll say, eh, I dicked around too much and I fell in love with the experiment of the long haul and like, you know, the, the project of it. And, you know, let's see all this, you know, pay off kind of thing. And, and maybe I didn't go for the, the jugular enough. Who knows? Maybe in a couple of years, I'll, I'll change my tune and, you know, I'll be I'll be making different kinds of trades. Yeah, yeah right on. I mean, hey, we, we, listen, I can't I can't tell anyone or judge anyone. Like, I can tell tell you how to be like how risk averse for you to be, or judge anyone for that. That is that is a human nature kind of thing. And if it makes you comfortable to run your team that way, great. You know, I I will never like judge you in any way for that. There's, there's way to win leagues being conservative somewhere in the middle or being aggressive, you know, and there's, there's risk points and all of that, yeah. you know, it's, and, it's just, it's just, it's to your personality. And, like, it, and it comes down to, for me, to a question of too many leagues and too little time. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I, I have to kind of like simmer and slow cook mm-hmm. because I don't have the time to like, you know, wheel and deal and hop on that and add that. And now all of a sudden I flipped this and now I added two, three pieces and boom, now I'm like a top three team. I just, I don't have the time to like constantly send offers and shit. So it's like. Drives me nuts if I can't run a team that way. Yeah. So like if I can't, so I have a team where uh, I picked up Dal- Dalton Schultz. Actually, I'm sorry. Three teams where I picked up Dalton Schultz off of waivers, mm-hmm. right? He's a big part of all three of those teams. Yeah, yeah. Actually, one of them I traded for a lot. I think I get two seconds for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love that. That's if I can't, you know, I quarter all Patterson on two teams last year and traded him for. I don't know, but trade him for something nice. You know what I mean? And and the other team is a championship caliber team where Cordero Patterson's on my bench and I'm really like having him on my bench yeah. carried me last year to the finals and lost, you know? So like if, if I don't have the time to make those pickups off waivers and send out offers for targeted players, that kind of thing, then yeah, I, I I'm not running my team. Right. And I'm not, I'm in too many leagues. That's why I paired down. So kudos for dropping 30 leagues, by the way. <laughs> a, a couple people that got mad at me when I did it, but mm. listen, man, you know, you know, if it's a ten dollar league, then come on. especially. Sure. All right, so you have some traits. 
So, yeah. All right. So I think we all right. So let's let's finalize yeah. what what yeah, DeAndre Swift's value let's put is. A little bow on that. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I are still valuing him at like very high. I'm a Swifter. Uh, yeah. So I I am too. I've got him on teams where I won't trade him, but um, my co-host on War Games, Chad, um, is scared to death of him. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's scared to death that he's going to get hurt with the big injury this year, and then his value is going to tank or he's not going to get the usage this year and his value is going to tank. Sure. So those are the two things that I, I think are a lot of like experts and, and, you know, dynasty players minds alike. Um, you know, like I said, I'm aggressive. So I love the upside and that guy can be, you know, that guy could, could put up a you know, 2000 yard season combined season with 15 touchdowns and winning you a leap. And it sounds like based on, what we've seen in these trades and what you're talking about with Chad and other, and other folks. And what I've seen here and there on tweets, like if I have them, like I, I'm not getting the value for him that I think I can. So super hold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what are you really coming at me with? I'd need, I'd need Dalvin in a first, you know, nobody's going to give that, you know what I mean? I need a Zeke and two firsts. You know, I need somebody I can compete with now and future upside. Nobody's going to do that. So, yeah, it's very like I I like some of those trades, but I think we came out on Swift on all three, didn't we? Yeah, I I, uh, let's see. Uh, Swift, Swift and Swift. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were were a little more friendly to the Wentz and TMC Acres side than I was. Well, and also I think in the last one in the blockbuster, if I'm a can, if I, if, if I'm a, top four contender i'm taking the jt side i'm gonna go win i don't even care about my 23 first so i'm gonna go win yeah i, I get that yeah I, I might do that yeah right on all right all right i think we got it right. so uh you have three choices an absolute stinker that was not made by me uh the offer that we talked about in text message that we thought was barely good for me and then I, I was told was awful. I don't want to do that one because I think a trade partner was, wasn't reasonable. So Okay. All right. Or one that I made recently. It's nothing sexy, but I, I think I did okay. Um, let's go over the stinker real quick and hopefully get to the last one as well. Okay. All right. So, this, so there's this league and he's one of these guys where like, I'm going to go get my guy and I don't care. Like, and mm-hmm. like Okay. And like, I kind of poke fun at him here and like, he, he like robs a few people here and then like, we'll go ahead and make a stinker like this. And I'm like, Are you, okay, you've been drinking. Uh, so send Gallup and a 23 fourth get Darnold and Jordan love. I'm going to surprise you here. I, I, I see. I, I fucking knew it. If I'm, if I'm giving up, a third wide receiver with an ACL and a fourth and getting two quarterbacks. I'm all right with that. I don't, I I like Gallup. I've got him on one or two teams. I like his ability, but I don't love his ability to produce this year. And I do think that Darnold and love might have starting jobs ahead of them. Darnold. It's real iffy, but love it's, there's still a chance they trade him to a team and he starts for somebody next year. 
Yeah, I guess I guess I guess on both sides of, the, of that trade, I'm like just opposite of you. I'm not saying that Gallup to the moon, but like it's only gonna miss a few games. Like, are you sure? It's, it's, what, it's what we've been seeing. Yeah, I think I think the last I, I read because I, I did an article about him. I think it was like two or three games. They said, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's not enough time for Dontario Drummond and Jalen Tolbert to impress. Tolbert, anybody. if Tolbert. I, you know I like Tolbert, but he's a rookie. He needs to refine his game. He's from Southern Alabama. Like he, you know, he has a couple big games. Uh, uh, see, I just coverages. I just I, I value Gallup a, a lot more than I. I oh, okay, but at best he's as, as as far as I'm concerned, Darnold is doomed to career backup, and Jordan Love is just you know he's gonna be he's gonna be a a, a garbage man. So man, I'm a just, garbage man. Yeah, I'm done. Wow. I, totally I, out on love. Yeah. Time to go buy Jordan Love. For me. Well, seriously, I, I, I feel like if other people are thinking that, and I if I can get Jordan Love what for a third, fourth, two fourths? If somebody's just trying to get out on him, mm, seems like a pretty good stash. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I I, I get the feeling that wherever he goes he's not gonna be handed a job and he might really stink yeah i get that but i mean there's a chance that he has a year and i and i can see the argument where you're getting two quarterbacks right in a super flex that that's my whole that's my whole thought i can like just for the chance you know that i get those two guys and i'm giving up a you know a guy that might make my flex spot when he's healthy and he's not Right now, you know, I think I think he can be your two. I don't I don't know that he's he's a flex. If I'm going into the year, like if I'm going into 23 with Gallup as my two, I'm seriously considering a rebuild. Wow. Okay. Okay. I mean, I I don't want anything close. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if I think I'm going to win something that that's your classic middle right there. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I got you. So I guess we're we're kind of we're far apart on Gallup, probably. Yeah, I think Gallup's lucky to make my flex. Okay. So for that, I'm okay with getting to. I, I'm not saying I'm going to make this trade, but I'm okay with it. It is a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so uh, you you don't want to talk about the just just not even that the fact that he said is terrible. Just the, yeah, if you want to bring it up, that's okay. cool. Um. So this this. This team was uh, probably a wide receiver and a quarterback away from being a really good team. And I had your team or the other guy, the other guy, right? Okay. Uh, and I'm in a and on that team, uh, I could take or leave DK. You know, I could use, I could trade him now and get stuff for him, or I could say, okay, he's you know young and has talent, and I'll keep him. Whatever, it doesn't really matter, but right. he's valuable to that guy. Not likely to increase value in season this year. So, so not um, a bad time to trade him. You know, uh, unless you want to wait a year. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna laugh at the fourths, but so I sent Kirk Cousins, and I don't, and I'm, you know, pretty much rebuildy in this in this league, right? Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, DK, Evan Engram, twenty three fourth, twenty four fourth. Okay. Matt Corral, Jamison Williams, Isaiah Spiller, 
23 first and 24 second. Now, the way I saw it was Spiller, I like, very uncertain. Corral, I like, very uncertain. Um, mm-hmm. That I'm up, And I'm absorbing some risk there in those mm-hmm. two assets that they're not, you know, high-end, you know, prospects. Yeah, also with Jameson Williams. I mean, he's a high-end prospect, but you're absorbing risk in the fact that he's injured. So that, to me, justified the first, right? Now, this Joker's reaction, whatever, right? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't really matter, but... I um, thought it was pre- I thought it was pretty even. You know, I, I if you're so rebuilding too. and he's contending, I thought it was pretty even. Yeah. I thought, and that was my... You texted me on this one, and my response was, yes, if you like Corral and Spiller, it's essentially two firsts and two late seconds. So I'm good with the value. Um, plus you're getting the 24 second. So I, I thought the value was pretty even, you know, people underestimate Kirk cousins a lot. Mm-hmm. That guy has had a number of quarterback one seasons, including last year, if I'm not mistaken. So like this guy, he's a, he's a low end quarterback, one high end quarterback two for the next three years. And that's what his contract says, right? So, I mean, unless he falls off a cliff physically, but that doesn't generally doesn't happen in his age. You know, he's young enough, early 30s. Guys don't, quarterbacks don't fall off physically until their late 30s generally, you know, if they have the talent to begin with. Kirk Cousins, absolutely worth a first. Yeah. Now, to add a wrinkle, he claims that he's not a win now team. And I'm well, like, then, I'm like, dude, look at your roster. Come on, what are you doing? You know, I mean, you know, well, right. you know I could, but I, <coughs> like, all right, yeah, whatever. Uh, all right. Then, then obviously, this is this, this, the value for you isn't going to be what I think it should. So, that's, you know, well, that's a different, that's a different argument altogether. Yeah. But if he's uh, saying, hey, I don't, I don't want to give up all these young assets to try to win now because I don't think I can, then yeah, maybe. I don't. No, I guess I don't fault him for that. Yeah. If he says no, you're killing me in value, and then he's well, wrong. he did. He did say that though. It was it was twofold. It was oh, both okay. both of those answers. Right. Yeah. Well, he's he's wrong about the value. It's pretty even. But he's right about one thing, and this is the thing. Like, I hate when clowns have like the one good opinion that I agree with, and I'm like, <laughs> I gotta agree with that guy. You want to know who it is? Take a guess. Who it is? Yeah. That he's high on, that I'm high on. Oh, I thought you meant the player. Oh. Or I meant the dynasty player. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, That that he's high on, that you're high on? Oh, in that trade? Hold on. No, no, not that trade. Just he has a player that I want that he won't give up. Oh, Brevin Jordan. Yeah, there he is right there. (laughs) Although, Although he said Brevin Jordan could be as good as Waller. And you know I love Brevin Jordan. I don't know. Waller's that a stretch. <laughs> right. So, I mean, calling Davis Mills Derek Carr is blasphemy. Okay. I mean, I don't know. David Carr is criminally undervalued. Yeah. He's, 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 he, okay. So I, I was trying to think of like a way to put it like David Carr is the Kirk Cousins of undervalued quarterbacks. <laughs> there's like, <laughs> there's undervalued quarterbacks of which Kirk Cousins is part of. But then in a microcosm, you know, you know what I mean? Like David Carr's got top five upside this year, by the way. Oh, it's he, yeah, he's you know, with you know Devontae, yeah. So, yeah, with those weapons, man, yeah. and and out from under Grudog, I, I, I 
put some value in that, you know, with, with a, 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 dare I say it, true genius at offense. You know, I think McDaniels is that as an offensive coordinator. And he's admitted and learned from his mistakes in his first head coaching run. Uh, Man, I I think arrows are so far up on him. I traded in in draft, right, this year um, in a rookie draft. I traded, I think it was was like 110, 210. Might have been 109 and 210. No, it, it was uh, it was one ten two oh nine for Carr, and uh, yeah, I got a lot of DMs like, dude, dude, I wish I had done that, dude, <laughs> killed him. Yeah. Nobody said it in chat, but I got a lot of DMs actually, yeah. and it's just, man, I can't, and it, I'm not competing with that team. I just, I had a lot of picks, and I was like, oh, all right. All right, you want to take two late picks for this guy? Cool. I'll get I'll get three really good picks for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to get two firsts and a second. Wow. Okay. You think? Okay. All right. I'm hoping. Yeah. You know, fingers crossed. So um, before I get to the one that I did, last time when we were talking about briefly uh, about Deshaun Watson and like where he, where he's at. I, uh, I, I read a trade for you that uh, was a blind trade and ended up that Chad made it. And it was uh, uh, a Watson trade that was made right. before the 24th. Uh, He's person. very, very high on Watson, by the way. Uh, I, 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 I am too, you know, uh, talent wise. Uh, so I think this is the same league, same guy who did Gallup for, you know, Jordan Love and mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. And so if he's listening, I'm sorry, Tim, you're a good guy, but Tim, I, Tim, I, I like what you did there. Yeah. I, I, I like the speculative gambling nature of that. I don't Gallup's mean... Gallup's very captain is upside. Uh, okay. And his floor is zero, by the way. Like he has a, z- a zero sum floor. Okay. All right. I think, like I said, we're, we're kind of mm-hmm. far apart on him. Okay, actually, different league, same guy. So, I also actually, what's weird is before Dallas drafted Tolbert, kept thinking he was Gallup. So, if they have younger, not hurt Gallup on their team, you know, he didn't need any refinement his first year. Okay, here it is. So, well, not any, but he was good. Um, get. Deshaun Watson, 23-4th, 24-3rd. Give up Rashad Bateman, 23-1st. Watson all day. See, I, 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 he got robbed. Bateman all day. Really? Yeah. Well, all which th- year was the first? 23. Hmm. Okay. Here, just for value i mean i don't i personally don't care if my first is 23 or 24 Mm -hmm. but 23s are worth so much right now so the thing that i told him and by the way i don't know a few people agree all things considered superflex right yeah watson's current value given everything that's going on right he gave up too much now if 
he gambles and Watson hits, he's a top, you know, four or five quarterback. Sure. He's right. worth whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. Trevor but, Lawrence and two firsts. See, but that's a lot of if, that's a lot of gamble. And by the way, I would have gambled on Watson a, a little while ago when they announced like the criminals were over. But like now with this, uh, with what? What? I mean, I just the, the I, contract thing is squashed. So Cleveland is not looking to void his contract for any reason. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. And but we've already we've already established I'm risk averse. So, mm-hmm. all right. So here's one that I did make. Yeah, I would. Right. I I want that. I want Deshaun for that to to get a top flight quarterback in Superflex with yeah. with without giving up a quarterback is really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And you're only giving up one first and Bateman. Mm. Okay. I mean, Bateman could be a, you know, meh. or he, I mean, he could be really good. I, I think he's capped at like low end wide receiver one. I think when you think about the, the, the current offense, you know, and it's philosophy and all that for sure. Yeah. And his, yeah. I mean, not having Hollywood there, and and the fact that he looked really good last year does is good for him. I I mean I I put him behind DJ Moore, who I have as as sort of a middling wide receiver too. You know, unless DJ Moore gets a good quarterback, but that's not happening anytime uh, soon. Your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> Can you please get DJ Moore a quarterback? Although I mean, I mean Baker is an upgrade, right? Okay, TIL Baker's on the Panthers. T-I-L. Today I learned. What do you mean? That already happened? You, I just, you, oh, I thought you said Baker's an upgrade. No, 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 no. It didn't happen yet. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, 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 oh. I'm just saying if it happened. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. You confuse me. No, they're, in, they're in negotiations. Okay. Last thing I heard was that the, that the Browns do not want Darnold in return. So that's not part of the deal. See, Tim, you don't want Darnold in return, damn it. <laughs> But uh, no, they're in negotiations. It's looking good that Baker's mm-hmm. going to go to Carolina. Okay, so, interesting. And, and I do think he's a considerable upgrade over Darnold. He's still garbage, but I, I just he's no better than Teddy. So sure, yeah. right. So it's not really going to be any better for DJ. No, yeah. yeah. All right, let's get uh, to the one. I, I just made. talked that through for myself. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So here's one I did make uh, the aforementioned Mr. Dobbins, who, by the way, I like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and oh, I do too. I love the talent and looked at some other rankings and I'm probably a few slots higher than, than some other, some other folks on. Right. So I sent Dobbins and Hurst, Hayden Hurst, TE1 to the Bengals. And uh, I got in return, uh, Brian Robinson, Brevin Mother Jordan, mm-hmm. 23 second, 23 second. I'm sorry, 23 second, 23 third, and 24 second. Who'd you give up again? I'm sorry. Dobbins and Hurst. Dobbins and Hurst. For a series of seconds. For, no, well. All right, so what's Brevin Jordan's value? Mid, middle second right that's now? That's a good question. If you, look at his, if you look at his DLF positional startup, it's like, tight end 28 which is criminally low what uh, yeah so Did people just forget about him exactly right like people think i'm crazy at 12 like come on f and 28 
So 12, yeah. I mean, 12 is aggressive, but he's at least a tight end too. So, so here's the thing. So the, my original offer was attack on a fourth to Dobbins and Hurst. And I think there was a 23 first in there instead of like the 23 second and the 23 third. So it was like, it was, a, I asked for a 23 first and a 24 second. And he turned the 23 first into a 23 second, 23 third and took the fourth off on my side. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I like it. I mean, especially because a running back short window. Bringing it up just so I can follow again. I'm not because... looking at, Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I, I kind of bungled that a little bit, you know. I remember thinking it was you were getting a series of second round picks, mm-hmm. right? So, so send Dobbins and Hurst for Brian Robinson, mm-hmm. Brevin Jordan, a 23 second, a 23 third, and a 24 second. Mm-hmm. So, like, I see Brevin Jordan as a middle second value. Right. It's fair. It's fair. I might want more for him, but that's fair. Potential to be better than that. Yeah. If you like him, he's worth more. If you if you forgot about him, he's probably worth a third. Mm-hmm. You know, or two thirds. But I, I see him as a middle second value. Brian Robinson is probably middle to late second value. Um, and then you got a second. So it's three seconds and a third. Well, if you if if the, if the two players are seconds, it's four seconds and a third. Receive Brian Robinson, Brevin Jordan, 20, 23 second, twenty three third, and twenty four second. Yeah. So it's two players. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So four seconds and a third for Dobbins and Hurst. Mm-hmm. Hurst is not worth a second. In my opinion, worth well less than Brevin Jordan. Middle third value at best. Yeah. Like he was worth nothing until he was signed to the Bengals as the only like real and, option. And after I'm the just striking while the iron's hot because the right. iron won't be hot on Hayden Hurst. Sure, sure. So good flip there. So that's the third, right, that you got. So basically four, four seconds for Dobbs. Okay, that's fair. Right? I can't kill that. Yeah. Although I can't kill that at all, actually. I'll tell you this. I believe that Dobbins' value is going to go down in season. Right? And, and, what, make, able- and what makes you say that? Because, because of those nagging injuries thing? Or? Exactly. Okay. It's exactly what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, – I think that you're just going to see another five running backs flow through Baltimore this year. Mm-hmm. Palmer. Sorry. I live here. You got to say it right. It's Palmer. So like, you know, you're going to see Dobbins and Gus Edwards probably go through the same type of thing this year. They also have Beatty and didn't they sign a veteran? Mike Davis. Yeah. So you're going to see those guys cycle through. Mike Davis will get a shot and he'll be ineffective. Katie <clears throat> will get a shot and he'll be young and piss the coaches off. And they'll just be waiting time until their guy gets back from his hammy or his high ankle or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it, I just feel like it's going to be that kind of year for the, for the bomber 
backfield. And so for that, my, my speculative play is that Dobbins is going to go down and then you buy him. So for, to sell him right now is not terrible. Like that's, it's actually good game theory in my opinion. I'll take it. Cause I wasn't even thinking that. So to get four seconds and two of them are players that you like, and they're not like, I don't know who they're going to be seconds adds more value. Right. So what do you, what do you think Brian Robinson's ceiling is? I, what do you think of him? That's tough to say. It's all, I think I, for me, it's, it's, it's really tough to say on some of these things. The, here's my angle on Robinson. Okay. Right? Complete back NFL size. Gibson's the guy in the rotation. He's going to get more touches than people think. Jarrett Patterson is Jarrett Patterson. I, 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 it's uh, okay for, 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 for receiving. I they just, signed I, him. They signed him back. Yeah, like they matched, they matched an yeah. offer to sign him back. So they want him. I just, I think, I think nutshell version is I think he was going too low in rookie drafts and I, I like him more than a lot of other people do. So you like him more as like you would have taken him at if his value wasn't later, if everyone saw him like you did, you'd have taken him at like what? 203, 204? 205, 206. Okay. Yeah. So mid second. Yeah. Yeah. You see him as mid second. Do you yeah. think he has the potential to be like a lead back? If if Gibson and McKissick and the rest fade away. I mean, not like a he's got the size and the skill set. And by the way, remember this is this he's is, also got some good speed. He's a he's a strider, so he's he's not got acceleration, but when he gets up to speed. And and flashback to when I made fun of a guy for getting Brian Robinson in a trade that I hated. Difference you know, in that Debbie league. So there's a difference right. between months will make, right? Right. Um, oh yeah, that was that was my trade with Big Dog. Yeah. So um lead back, yes. Elite lead back, no. But you know, an mm-hmm. RB one for the team and my RB two, sure. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So he's got that potential. I think so. You think he's as good as Monty? Yeah. Okay. So if he gets the the opportunity, um, I think Monty found some elite um uh what do we call it? Elite violence this year. Oh yeah, <laughs> he did. He 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 had a Monty. So what I saw on Monty this year, which I loved, he's just got a short shelf life. Everybody knows it, mm-hmm. but uh, just he found his. I won't go down. Okay, right. He found his Jordan Howard. Jordan, <laughs> a lot more talented because he's a lot. He's not fast, but he's faster than Jordan Howard. And he's got more moves than Jordan Howard. But Jordan Howard's got this thing where, like, he, he's getting four yards. I don't care if you hit him two yards behind the line of scrimmage. You're getting four yards because he's got the he's got elite. I won't go down. Okay. Right. So, and Monty's got that as well, as as well as his elite violence. So, he, he smashed some people last year. I like that out of him. And if Brian Robbins can find that, um, com- combined with his – he's got better speed. Once he gets up to speed, the Monty probably pretty equal acceleration, good vision. It's good back. I mean, he's good all around back too. He'll he'll keep himself on the field, and he that's, that's why Alabama trusted him last year because he's not going to fumble. Um, he's not going to totally whiff on pass, you know, pass protection. Even though they don't really ask their backs to do that, um, and he's not going to be in the wrong place when he has to run a 
like, you know, a flare route or, you know, come out of the backfield. He's not going to drop the ball either when it's right in his hands, you know? So there's a lot to be said about that in the NFL. Coaches love that. And that gets guys on the field. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so and hands absolutely. And route running. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So to say that Brian Robinson has the upside of dynasty RB two, I think is well within his range of outcomes. And his downside, to me, like, yeah, obviously everybody can bust out a league, but I, I think he's more of like, he feels like a good flex to me, you know? So, all right. By the so, way, I was <laughs> scrolling on my phone to try to find the team that I traded Dobbins from to just to show, just to mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about how it's pretty rebuildy and, like, I don't, he's going to be who knows by the time I'm competitive, um, which to me motivates the trade even more, but, yeah. I, but in, yeah. in searching and fishing for the league okay. that I that I that I that I was trading him in, I found another trade I made. Okay. So and I think it's so, an interesting so maybe two high firsts, um, two mid firsts, and Brevin Jordan. You know, you and I both think that he has got he's got tight end one potential. So that's he's got fringy late first potential. Sure. Right. Good trade. I'd say you got a lot of a lot of B pieces. If you're good with that. I got a lot of bullets. Yeah, right on. Yeah. A lot of bullets. Some of them can jump up and be better for sure. So here's one I did make. Okay. I'm sorry. What did you just crack there? Oh, that is, of course, my Whole Foods Lime Seltzer. Nice. Yes. Uh, so uh, Irv Smith. I think he's really interesting, and I know you made the face, and I know where you are on that, right? You're on, you're on that. He's never, he's never proven. Yeah, it. I make it a face. Yeah, you know, like he's never proven it. What's, what's all the hype, right? Oh, he's gross. And I find him in that tight end range, like you know, definitely below the tight end ones, but like with the grossness, you know, he's really looking at. I think between like where I'm seeing him, like I don't know, like 14 and 18, right? Okay, people have faith, right? But I also see your side of it. Hasn't proven it, right? And not that he's injury prone, but you know, we need we need to see him on the field to do it, right? And you know, uh, it could be part of a narrative of good offense and rising tide lifts all boats, like we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Could be the narrative of third fiddle, you know, fourth fiddle on a team, you know. So what I'm saying is what I'm saying is his value is for, from what I've seen is hard to pin down. Right. I don't, people aren't as convinced as you is what I'm saying. Right. Okay. And I, I mean, think, say, I, all right. So I, I think Brevin I gotta, Jordan had at least, had at least the athletic profile of him coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's actually done things in the NFL. So how can, how can, it makes me mad. How can he be 28 People and Irv Smith her. is 14 to 18? That just makes People no sense. Okay. He's so just then, never done a single thing. Never once. Has he caught a pass in the NFL? Did he actually play? I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. All right. So so then evaluate this trade, right? Because I think, right. I, I think the other player in this trade is similar in that people either have faith or are out. Okay. So one side is Adam Troutman, a 23 second and a 23 fourth. On the other side is Irv Smith. 
Wow. Wow. You're taking I'm taking Troutman. Troutman. I'm taking Troutman straight up over Irv Smith. Okay. Well, I then I won. I got the Troutman side. Great job, man. That was that was one of my teams where I was like, okay, I've got Irv. He's he's divisive. Let I me mean, see. is this a humble brag or is no, is no, no, this no, like... no, 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 no? That was a blind trade, and and I happen to come out on, on the right side. I of mean, it. is this what you, I mean? Is this what you can really get for Irv Smith? I have zero shares. Never have. That's what I'm saying, right? So I was like, let's test the waters because I know some people have faith. And I was like, wow. and like, listen, do I, do, am I a, a down on him as you are? Absolutely not. But will I take Troutman in a second and a fourth for him? Absolutely, I will. I mean, I yeah. think, I mean, in a vacuum, I, I would rather have Uzuma, right? Like you from really, a point scoring standpoint. You really hate Irv Smith. I don't think that he's a football player. To be I, honest with I, you, I, I have news for you. He does play football. He's on. The Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> he's on the roster. I just have never seen him play yeah. professional football. I saw some tape in college. He's pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just drives me nuts. Who was the guy for the Panthers? They came out the same year and they said the same crap out of him about Ian him. Thomas? It, yeah, he's already faded away. What's the difference? You know, I don't I, I have to say that I don't know enough about Irv and, and his skill set, but I, I will say that I even I'm guilty of it. He went to I he went to I like if you, if you I think put, he went to you, Bama. He went to high put profile. Ian, Ian Thomas and Irv in front of me, I'm taking Irv, but like just you know. because other people will pay for it. Yeah. It's the only reason I would do that. Like, okay. like, for, all right. If I'm building a team man. where. Some people are like, Herb's the next, you know, to the moon. He's going to come back from this injury. Uh, He's under the radar. Like, people like him. <laughs> if I'm building a team where I'm not allowed to make trades and I can only score points with the players that I have, oh, I'm taking okay. Uzuma. Okay. Right? There's a lot of tight ends I'm taking over him. Oh, look, look at my news alert. The Eagles just traded for Irv Smith. Neat. That's neato. I mean, we do kind of need a second tight end, you know, but he, I don't think he can block, so it's not going to fit. You got it. Well, if, did, did we learn anything today from all our trades? A lot. Yeah, I think we learned a lot. We, you know? we, we, we pretty much, you know, at least between us, nailed down where we think Swift is. Mm-hmm. Um, we nailed down where Brevin Jordan is too. Jordan. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. and I mean, we found some buys. Derek Carr's a buy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, go out and get go out and get guys that are averagely priced right now. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad strategy if if you think that they're gonna, you know, <laughs> you know, if they have a Derek Carr type scenario. And DK, if you're not competing this year, you can wait for him to survive the Drew Lock year. I think we kind of landed yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to you have to be willing to wait on him. Yeah, right on. yeah. And we landed on uh, we landed on uh, you and I will arm wrestle over Michael Gallup. <laughs> oh man, I I've, I've, I don't know. You know what I hate? I haven't arm I... wrestled in a long time. I have big forearms these days. My, my biceps, from. not so much. That's not from chopping salads, folks. That's from it's, uh, it's, the you know what salad. it is. <laughs> it's from eating, eating me spinach. No, it's from mixing five gallon buckets of 
freaking dressing, Ooh. salad dressing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You like canola oil? Well, we'll leave you with that image, folks. And uh, remember to subscribe, rate, and review. It'll do us a, a favor for sure. Uh, Jesse, where can they find you on Twitter? Guys, watch me tomorrow. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, Maybe not tomorrow. Tonight, night, maybe. Once this yeah. comes out. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Uh, Dynasty War Games every Friday night on YouTube, 10 p.m. Eastern. Sometimes we start a little late. But definitely in podcast form on Tuesdays mm-hmm. on the Dynasty War Zone Network. And find what's on tap on- for this next episode? Do you know? <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> I'm so stuck for an episode, but we are going to pull something out. Oh, maybe. always. And um, it's always fun, right? You're around. Hey, you're around tomorrow night? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm calling it. Brian Ford. Well, you Dynasty run, War Games. You got to run that by Captain Mike. No, I don't. When Captain Mike's on maneuvers. We need you. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only maneuvers I'm making are the old, you know. <laughs> And that's not the that's not the sheets, folks. All right, so me you you and Chad tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Find us on Twitter at DWZ underscore wargames. You got it. Find find um, Brian at FF junkie underscore for no reason. Yep. And even uh, even though I explain the reason every week. (laughs) Even at that, no, it's no reason. And you can find this show uh, at Dynasty Fever Pod on Twitter. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Like canola oil.